<laughs> Asana, etc. Asana, etc. <laughs> what else? Hold on a second. Okay. Asana, etc. Asana, etc. Asana, etc. Hey, you guys. Today I speak with Wolf, and Wolf is. One of our super yogis, he has been doing yoga for today when this episode comes out, it's actually going to be 741 days in a row. And when we recorded this episode, it was 555. So you guys can do the math. We did this recording. It was the very first recording I did actually for this, for the prospect of this podcast to come out. And it was back in November of 2020. But it's all still... Um, still news or still <laughs> not news but um, it's all still very relevant and it's Wolf's story with yoga and I think you've all sort of seen him around seen him in class or seen him on Instagram and how he's tagging us in everything that he does and and uh, and all of that so yeah so Wolf started our 30-day challenge on the 1st of May of 2019. And ever since that day, he's been doing yoga every day. Yoga asana or meditation or pranayama, I should say. Yeah, I'm going to make, uh, I'm going to let actually um, Wolf do this story here or tell the story himself. So I'm going to stop talking and let's get into today's interview. Here is Wolf. Okay, so I'm sitting here with Wolf. He's our Serbian super yogi. <laughs> he um, he's a core part of our PYC community, and I'm super excited to be talking to him today. So welcome, Wolf. <laughs> hey, good to have you, Lisa. Thank you, and namaste to y'all, y'all. <laughs> what does this mean, namastitsa? Namastitsa is like sweet little namaste, which we have in <laughs> Serbian. Whenever you add this tsa, it's going to be sweet and small. So namastitsa in our case. Namastitsa, because you always write that to me. This is the first time I've learned what it actually means. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay, nice. so, <laughs> so um, go on and tell us a little bit about yourself. Just some some background and what made Wolf, um, Wolf? Well, Wolf is born as a wolf. <laughs> in Serbian <laughs> book, my name actually means uh, wolf, so it's easily translated in any language. So since we speak English, it's wolf. Rasta, uh -huh. Rasta Wolf Yogi, right? Rasta, mm -hmm. long, long time, like related to the culture and music and uh, the freedom that it gives us. So yeah, here I am with this uh, identity of yogi that I have for, for a long time now. And I rather enjoy that. Yeah. Um, so you are from Serbia, right? You're born in Serbia. Yeah, yeah. Serbian born, uh, Belgrade uh, from, from part of the city called Zemun. So it's Zemun Zakon or Zemun Rules. Yeah. <laughs> what does it mean? Is it like, um, is that like what people do? That's the, the like hardcore part of the city. And, uh -huh. and it's 
all about this we rule and all we are on uh-huh. the danube river so it's really nice i miss my hood that's for sure yeah how long ago were you there or how long ago did you live there the last time uh last time when i was in serbia i was like a year and a half i think maybe less oh, and yeah. here i am in prague with you guys uh two years ago i came in to look for a job and uh, soon it will be two years now how i'm working yeah i remember that because you came into our first studio for those of you guys that don't know we started out with a studio in um prague seven on top of a crossfit gym on uh, bubni station it's just a little room with a little gross uh carpet and we could fit maybe like 10 people in there or so and i remember meeting you there the first time you came in with a friend of yours i don't remember I, who i was. remember that yeah damir damir pamin damir introduced me to to pyc damir brought me here he right. was uh, practicing with you before mm-hmm. so yeah i remember too above the gym it was uh late afternoon Eleventh uh, of eleventh, two thousand eighteen. I know everything. I remember you. I remember <laughs> what I was eating that day. <laughs> You're so funny that way. You're. I feel like your brain works that way. You just have. Did you do that when you were little too? Like doing homework, you just read something and then you just remembered it forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do remember some stuff from the childhood, of course, but some uh, particular yeah. and very important mom- moments that. It will show later that were important. Mm. So that's how I kind of remember you, your class, your rocket. That was my first rocket, actually. Yeah, yeah. I I really remember you coming in because you have, you have a really big personality, um, and you sort of just walked in and went, "Okay, let's do this yoga. Throw it at me. I'm going to do the best that I can." And and uh, and it's it's quite a journey from then. You said 11th of November 2018. So at the time of recording today, it's the sixth. Yeah. So it's and almost two years ago. Thank you. Thank you. Your personality. <laughs> what? Your personality is, is even uh, shinier. Oh. Your personality is even <laughs> shinier. So in that class, I really emerged into that. Oh, that's cool. And at that time, the, those were my, my beginnings, my yoga beginnings. I was into yoga at that time for several months only. Yeah. And like I said, first rocket, it was really, really something different. That's, that's why I kind of remember it. Yeah. So what's your, what's your, I know it's hard to say like, what's your favorite style of yoga, but for me, the rocket, as everybody knows, the rocket is like really close to my heart and it's something I found after going through a lot of different styles of yoga and trying to find my sort of home practice. The rocket is it for me, but like, what is your practice? Is it a bit of everything or what's like your go-to? What do you like? Yeah, I am. I am first and all uh, hardcore vinyasa junkie. <laughs> and I do that every day, of course. Uh, I do love rocket. It goes with that, and and in that sense, it gives me the this meditation over movement because I know what's next. Yeah. But vinyasa is funky and funny and and uh, creative. And uh, when I practice with you two weeks in a row, if you remember, 
and we were doing a lot of rocket. And after that, when I went for Vinyasa, even with you, it was so nice because it gives you a, a lot of other stuff. Of course, <laughs> I tried the different styles and um, I'm kind of inclined toward Kundalini and I want to do that. They have these crazy movements with breathing too. So I, I, I've done stuff. I mean, started with Hatha, of course, to, to know. And I've been even flying over how it's called, aerial yoga. Oh, yeah? How do you like that? Mm. In what we do on the mat, you can control and like listen your body and go to the edge and all. But on the silk... Uh, hanging from the ceiling mm -hmm. you cannot control so when it opens your chest it, it opens all the way yeah yeah that's what i found too you just have to like go with it if you do aerial it's been a long time though maybe we should do that yeah. at qyc too i don't know <laughs> yeah i know we can hang them here <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe maybe one at least on a day um so so you found PYC through Damir and then, yeah. then you were, you left Czech Republic, right? And then you came back. Is that correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the thing. I came in to look for a job. Mm -hmm. And at that time I was one month in Prague and I was going through different studios where he was practicing before. Mm -hmm. And one of the classes that we went was with you. Then I went to handle the paperwork, blah, blah, blah. And came back to work. And like five days later, I'm, I'm stepping into the PYC again mm -hmm. with Damir. At, at that time, the new place in, in Reiskova. And Alex was there. And she'll be like, too. Like, I remember, dude, your first day. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's quite incredible. Because we opened PYC Reiskova just about a month after your first class in our old studio then. Um, and then in May of 2018, which is like five months later, we decided to do a challenge, like a 30-day challenge doing yoga every day, just challenging our bodies and our minds for a bit. And you signed up. And what were we thinking about that? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's see. So I, I came at the beginning of the March, and that will be two months prior to, to the challenge, the challenge. And I was practicing like uh, five, six times a week, still like getting into that and, and finding out that if I, if I skip a day, the, the day after is, it's kind of hardish since we chased that hard vinyasa. Mm -hmm. uh, challenge came in somewhere like uh, announced in March, maybe April. I signed up straight away. And then we started the journey of this 30 days every day in May. Uh, I've done that pretty nicely. I enjoyed, I figured out that, that this skip day that I had in previous two months coming in hard after, it was really nice to continue flowing from day to day. And on the 30th day when I reached the challenge, I didn't skip a day since we could skip a day during the challenge. Mm -hmm. And I came to you. I came to you. You are the Scandinavian goddess, right? I'll <laughs> right. be like, hey, Lisa, hey, Lisa, I, can, I have this 30 days. That's cool. And, all. and you were like, not too excited about it. Not even oh, no. too like, uh, <laughs> I no, it was nice and all. But you gave me something else. You gave me like, why don't you go for 60? Mm -hmm, that's like next. Mm -hmm. 
And then after the 60, it was like, uh, come for 90. Mm-hmm. But on that 30th day, the whole day I was thinking like, should I go? Should I stay? Should I? What is the way? What is the path? Mm-hmm. But I rather uh, went, went with the flow these 90 days. And let me continue the story mm-hmm. or no, uh, let me stop here, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll stop here. No, no, no. Continue the story. I want to hear it all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on this 90th day, the, I had my white master that I called him back while I was living in China and practicing Tai Chi and, and a little bit of Kung Fu with him mm-hmm. because he's into the whole that and he brought me closer to this uh, non, I don't know, how would I say, non-touchable things and all that we have through practice. Mm-hmm. So he told me like, dude, because we are like that, even though he's much older, dude, to feel the real effects, you need to to practice like uh, three years continuously so the body and everything can absorb that and and do its magic. Yeah. So yeah, here I am on the the way. So next milestone is 1,000 days. Yeah. And today is 555th day in a row of yoga. It's really like, it's funny because when I talked to you last week about doing this, that we pin it down on day 555 for this, for this podcast. And also there's another sort of serendipitous day, which is that you decided to do our yoga teacher training. And that one started on your 500th day of yoga. And it's not anybody That's didn't right. think about it we didn't and, put it down and i like mm. and i like five so much and i like five so much <laughs> and it's really nice the, the numbers are coming as they're supposed to be if you remember the second birthday of pyc that we had at, at prostor yeah uh, what is it 39 yeah that it was my 222nd day on your oh, second birthday i so remember that you go figure that's nuts well, if it just means that you have to stick with us for, till the end of time, you know, you're just going to keep getting all these numbers, right? <laughs> so how about that? Of course, of that? course. And that's why, that's, why I wrote, that's why I wrote an email a few days ago, like, may I pronounce myself on today's day as a yoga teacher, 555 days and yeah, all. So. Of course, of course you do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's been a little bit. I'm not going anywhere. No, I mean, that's been a little bit challenging, I think, for you guys in this batch of teacher trainees, because we did this training and you guys have just finished and most of you all have graduated, but we did get hit by this stay at home order. So the last three weeks of your training, we had to we had to do everything online. Um, do you want to take us through just... Um, your teacher training yeah. journey and like how that felt and how the beginning was and since we since we live in covidville these mm-hmm, days mm-hmm. uh and this ending like you said of the teacher training was uh kind of isolated mm-hmm. but for me everything was the same i was still every day in the, in the studio yeah since i don't have this internet at home right. living the different kind of life yeah and uh, for me it was kind of the same i mean i'm still in the place where i want to be and do that stuff the teacher training and for me teacher training came naturally actually 
more people told me that I should go for that than I was thinking about it, even being supported by you, by, by other yogis and also. So my, my teacher training came really as it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And, and I really emerged into that with all of the stuff being going through personally, the socially where we live at now and all. So I'm really glad to gain something new some some new knowledge and, and some new doors to to see through yeah is that how you feel like this training is like a sort of a stepping stone to something something more or do you feel like you want to sit with this knowledge for a bit and like start teaching or what's your what's your plan with all of the stuff that we that we've tried to push into your brain for the past few weeks <laughs> Well, uh, uh, I, I figured this long time ago that, that you don't push things and you even don't chase, but they come naturally, even this teacher training, like we said. So, yeah, I want to teach. I want to share that love for yoga. I want to be emerged into that even more. Uh, I'm not going to jump into that full time. I don't think it's, it's doable in these days. But yeah, I want to I wanna do it. I want to continue doing it. I want to go for continuous learning too. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm living this yogi life. I'm, I'm not living it full time like we're supposed to do it. But yeah, I do it. I do it. What do you mean with full time? I feel like you're probably one of the ones in this country even that is living yoga the most full time as you possibly can do. You know, what, what are you missing here? <laughs> and I still... And I, I'm not missing. I'm not missing. I'm emerging. That's that's nice. And uh, to be a yogi full time, it's like if you need to, to read, to think, to live. To I, I don't do that full time. I'm still like on the, on my way, and I'm still just a devotee. You know, I still consider myself as a beginner. Beginner. How has it changed for you? not just like in body because I can I as a teacher can see that like your strength has changed your flexibility has changed and I can also see that your your mindset has changed a little bit like when you're in studio but for example when you go to your work because you you work in an office um right and Mm -hmm. when you move around in the city um how how is your um practice changed in like your daily life situation since these 555 days started the life of the mat right but like i said doing Mm. things you're not pushing and they're coming since you're handling them every day even planning a big trip to go across the the world it takes time and planning and doing over it so uh, whatever I do kind of these days, you, you don't push, but you have some long-term plan, maybe kind of what I like to say, laser sharp focus. And you do, you work on that and it will come like, like we say, practice and all is coming. And yes, my body is still changing. And if we talk about 555 days, like 400 days ago, 
I, I was like, dude, you didn't have this muscle in your life. Like, what's this growing on you? <laughs> and my body still changes. And then yeah. we talked about the, the muscles during the teacher training. And then you're like, dude, this, like I'm talking to myself. I, I'm talking to myself. Like, dude, these muscles are like, and then I never had a body like this in my life. And uh, yeah. talking about how I do it, let's say at work, I, I do in the in the same way. I I give my best, uh, and then the the guys around will, will be like, "You're competitive and all." No, dude, I'm not competitive. I don't look into what you are doing. I'm doing my best, and I'm killing numbers, like making records in the company and all, and that's really nice and I'm best agent for several months now so I, I really enjoy mm -hmm. doing what I do and being able to be myself that's most important even before while I was a teacher I mean the kindergarten teacher sorry not yoga teacher I'm yoga teacher mm -hmm. from today the it was important <laughs> for me to to be able to be myself and that's what I like yoga yeah. and that's why I say to people that the doing yoga you'll be more yourself yeah I think I think that is a really that leads me into my next question because um during the teacher training we did a session when we were out of Prague in in a retreat we did a session with me that we called the inner critic or the and the inner best mm -hmm. friend if you remember mm -hmm. and basically mm -hmm. for those of you guys that haven't done this before it's like we look at what the inner critic says and then we turn around and we we see what our inner best friend would actually say to our inner critic and something that you said wolf is that your inner critic tells you mm, and i'm paraphrasing a little bit but to act is telling you to act like what society wants you to do and like fall in line and be this and that. And then that your inner best friend would turn around and just tell you like, don't worry what other people think about you, just be yourself. And, and then everything will come. Like, it's almost like practice, practice and all is coming, you know? Um, is, yeah. is this what you mean with your, with the way that you're living and with the way that you do, you know, you're doing at work and mm. I don't know where. Yeah. I'm, I'm a uh, goose bumping now. So I'll give me a sec to catch up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was really, it was really what, what you want with yourself to, to be who you are and not what somebody else tells you to mm -hmm. be in society, at work, on math, uh, with people you know just be yourself and and find that true you in you i don't know yeah. i i try to do that um uh, why not to smile why not to to think about positive stuff we can always get back to front faces and think about yeah. what's wrong and all that will catch up with us eventually right. but but being light be not being light in both ways being the light that shines and light that uh, you are really easy and, and like feather flying around. I don't know how, like, how to express that. But I, I mentioned previously and you said it now. Yeah, I do, do talk with myself and with my friends and all. And then yeah. uh, we negotiate and uh, advise, of course. But at the end, uh, it wins what, what truly is you or what truly I am. Yeah. And is this... 
I mean, this is, this is something that most people don't really get there if they don't, if they don't start looking and they don't start digging, they're not going to get to that point because we all, we all walk around our lives and we just, you know, there's all these things that are imposed on us from childhood, like um, that we have to fit in a certain way or be a certain way. Um, is this something that you've worked or with or, or do? Yeah. But if, if, is this something that you've, you've struggled with like in the past or, or have you always been this wolf that's just like, uh, I, I'm just going to do it myself and, and everybody has to deal with it? Yeah, I'm going to do myself and not everybody has to deal with that. The, the people that want to deal with that, they're going to stick with that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Since you asked me now, I was like thinking and then like yeah in primary school i was being myself too like uh, if we if we talk about creativity i wanted to express myself in different ways even at that time to to put the funky hair because you you want to be funky or something Mm -hmm. i don't know Uh, it is really a journey and then many many years ago i was not thinking about it and then these people that stick with my my being myself were telling me like dude you need something softer like to go to toward yourself to to go inward to at that time that was called like go for meditation or something but then the journey that that goes over gives you something else and while I was living in China at that point, I, I was closer to Buddhism than I was closer to, to Christianity ever in my life. Mm-hmm. But at that time, like I said, white master, I had somebody to show me the ways to, to, to keep me going. And also yeah. uh, doing yoga now, I know where to look. And that's inward to, to yeah. be able to, to express yourself naturally you need to know yourself inside. And that's like talking with people that you have inside, even uh, arguing or, or negotiating, I would say again, with people inside you, that's what we want, to, to go figure yourself, to be able to, to go out uh, to outer worlds and be yourself again. Right, yeah, that's what we talk about a lot in the training, right? This relationship with yourself, strengthening the relationship with yourself to be able to um have a have a better or a stronger relationship to other people or to the world yeah. around us basically know, know yourself know yourself to be able to to know somebody else or love yeah. yourself first to be able to love anybody else yeah for or sure teach yourself to be able to teach or I mean, whatever you want to do, you need to do it with yourself first. And to be able to to see what is outside, you need to mm. be able to see what's inside first. I don't know. Is this too much philosophy? No, it's not. It's very, it's, it's the truth. And it's something that we don't think about all the time. And sometimes we forget, even, even as, as yoga teachers or as myself, a full-time yoga teacher, sometimes... I'll just run around and teach all these classes and rush back to my children. And I'm just, you know, I'm not practicing my yoga in my daily life or when I teach sometimes because I just have so much to do. So I just forget about Mm -hmm. 
turning inward and doing my own practice and working on that relationship with myself to be able to be a better teacher, a better mother, a better part- partner, or a better person in general, you know? And it's, it's such a... Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Yeah, I think it's such an important conversation to have. It's important to see yourself, that's right. And let's get back to some other yoga philosophy, to, to <laughs> open that third eye, yeah. to see yourself, to, to, to get to know thyself, and then, then you will be able to do whatever is coming for you yeah exactly do you do you feel that way every day when you're doing your yoga or has it bit has there been a day or a few days in this 555 days where you're like oh my goodness i cannot do yoga today i don't want to you know well, anything I do, i do i do yoga every day uh i do it with with the joy that i then I know that it will bring me something new after. I like my morning practice to wake up the body, to wake up the mind, to die a little in that Shavasana suite at the end, and then to wake up with new body, with new thoughts, and then to go into that day and the crazy world where we live. Mm-hmm. Uh, not every day is the same, cannot be, not, not even your, you always say that, your morning body and afternoon body, not the same. So no, my body is not the same every day. I, I come as a spaghetti yogi where I cannot <laughs> hold my arms. Yeah. <laughs> I came like stiff sometimes, of course, and, and sometimes you come, you come light and uh, with more joy and more, I don't know, it's different, of course. Yeah. Is there any day that you've you've missed and you've done like two practices the next day or done something to make up for it or like <laughs> just before midnight you did something or I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, nice, nice question. <laughs> the, even even during the thirty days, I was uh, kind of cheating taking the one day morning practice and then the other day taking the evening practice, then you're going to give a body a little bit more time to, to recover or even jump over the, the yin yoga to, to melt into the floor and all that was, that, that comes nice. We do yoga every day. We don't do vinyasa every day. Right. It's not but vinyasa, then, right? <laughs> But Go then, on. yeah, I had a, I had a day in, during the 90 days I had a day that I skipped and I came pretty sad the next day to to you and then uh, girls, I think all three of you were in, in the studio and I was like, oh, I missed the day, you know, what the heck, let me cry now. Oh, no. And then you had a sort of like, you had a sort of like a meeting, like what are we going to do with his case, right? And I, I got a reply, I think the day after, like, dude, you in the next seven days you have to do twice, you know, in the day, and then you'll cover your ass. <laughs> and then, yeah, I did it, of course. And then I'm still on a journey, and it's not a question anymore. I'm not skipping a day, it's part of me already. I, I know I'm gonna do it, I'll find the time. They'll be like, I don't have time to do this and that. You don't have time because you don't think about yourself. It's good for me, for my body. I enjoy that. I'm going to do it every day, no, no matter what. Yeah. And, I'm, I, and I can do two classes, three classes. That's not a problem for me. Even during the teacher training when we had 
two practices during the day, hardcore, both of them hour and a half with, with you girls and all. And I have seen people dying there, like mm-hmm. quitting. And, and me, it was struggle for me too. But then I'm, I'm kind of into practicing every day. So it was, it was okay. Yeah, I think your your body and your mind is used to to that by now. I think it's a good thing to do to just get yourself into that mindset of going, okay, I'm going to I'm going to do this every day. I'm going to do this every day. There's no there's nothing else to talk about. I'm going to do this every day. Me personally, I've done this 30-day challenges and I think I've done I've done 100 days sort of. It was also like with a couple of those um doubles and stuff within that but it's been years since I've done that but it's a very big decision to make in the beginning and then after a while it's not as big anymore because it's just part of what you do it's part of your routine yeah that's called routine yeah like you said but I don't have a problem to go over several classes that's that's the sweet thing that that I enjoy doing that and I need to say this when I had a class with you but not not practicing Mm -hmm. I was sitting in the corner you remember that I remember that Mm -hmm. should I pull in that story now or you yes pull it in (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you, you are the, you are the light that shines. We know that. And you are again, I will say Scandinavian goddess. And, uh, and I do like other uh, teachers too. And I practice, but, but with you, it's always a different experience. And I had, that was my 420th day in a row. I remember <laughs> that because that was the celebration day. I yeah. had my class with Rosie and that was really sweet. But after that, I took a class with you. I announced, I announced myself to you. So you know that I won't, I will not be practicing, but rather meditating over, over your class. Mm-hmm. And that was a, let's get back to this thing. Like you need to know yourself and to look inside and to do stuff inside, to be able to do it outside. So I was practicing this class of yours inside of me i was doing everything that you were cueing i was doing it but in my mind even feeling the sensations of of body moving even though i was sitting and and absorbing all of that Mm -hmm. and i think i think that the people that were in that class that you were in just sitting and doing that practice they were also quite inspired and chatted about that afterwards and they were like oh you can you can do that you can really do that you can really go and just sit is that also practice and I remember you telling them that yeah it's also practice it's you're on your mat you don't have to move and sweat and jump and do everything practice doesn't mean full handstand all the time sometimes it's just sitting you know I mean you 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 are the first one who always say that if you're up for your shavasana during the whole class, be my guest, you know, mm-hmm. if that, that's going to bring you the, the practice of yours, so do it. So you actually inspired me to do this, and I was like, I got I to gotta do it. It's the it's natural way. Yeah, that's good. It, yeah, that was, that was a special class. Can I ask you something about what you said here? Because you were celebrating your 420th day, 
during this celebration mm-hmm. what why what's the celebration of 420 for you what does that mean come on like 420 <laughs> uh, let me ask like this people people listening to this what is 420 like i said rasta you know related to this culture and uh, 420 doing this uh, cannabis ganja and all mm-hmm. so it, it's part of me for for a long time too so I do smoke that and, and I enjoy that. And a uh, long time ago, I figured out even with that, like I do that because it gives me this freedom to do whatever you want to do, you know, because it gives you the, the flow to do what's on your mind and to do it. And then with people like smoking and they're like, dude, like cool off, you know, paranoia <laughs> and all, dude, don't, don't do that. You do that to feel free, you know, so be yeah. free. Yeah. Does it make you, <laughs> do you always feel free with that? Like, if that's a question, do you always feel free with it? Or do you feel sometimes like, oh, this is what I do to function, you know? Is that a question I can ask? <laughs> okay, I do that to function too. Yeah. <laughs> I can I do that to function too. Mm-hmm. I can function without it, of course. But it's part of me like like this. Go back to yoga or connect both of them. Like, do you do the stuff? It's part of you. It brings you the, the happiness. It brings you the, the insights. It brings you the 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 way how to act it brings you to yourself again that's yeah. the that's the the point doing the stuff that, that gives you opportunity to be to be yourself right i don't know am i no I no the yeah you did you did i'm just wondering because you know it's like everybody's journey is different and uh for some people that doesn't work at all you know working with I don't know. Do we call it a psychedelic? No, we don't call it a psychedelic, do we? We call, we call it, it in. We call it. We call it etheogen or uh-huh. the the plant matter that will help you in your spiritual path. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Um, so, what about Rastafarianism? Like, I I know very little about it, but you talk about it a lot, and. And to me, there's, a, there's, I don't know, the things that I've heard about Rastafarianism, some of them are quite controversial and some of it's like, like you, like really free and, and fulfilling and all <laughs> that's these things. The, do you just really, that's you- the, that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the path of freedom again. And then those people gather around about, about one idea that they will get free eventually when the, uh, at that time, Haile Selassie will, will become the new Messiah. Mm-hmm. And then we have the Ethiopia at that time, who was uh, one of the first countries that, that was free country in, the, in Africa or in the third world. So you have a lot of uh, African countries later, later gaining this and taking these colors, red, yellow, and green on their flags because it meant freedom. And I really like these colors and you will see me always with something on it. And if I can get a mat with these colors, I will be the, the most happiest yogi in the world. But <laughs> I, I do carry my flag with me. So you will see it with me yeah. at least during the classes. Yeah, I saw it with your, in your class that you taught. But, but I'm wondering with this rest of, 
Rastafarianism like how Rastafarian mm-hmm, are you mm-hmm. do you just like but like believe in some of the ideas or are you really like practicing this fully like full on where are you there believe believe in ideas i i don't practice it fully since there is a special kind of diet and all mm. uh, but in that way it's pretty much connected to yoga in the sense of of this food habits and how you act and react i i i, I do this uh, like uh, eclectically is that how it's said mm-hmm. where you take the, the parts that that fits you and feels you and and rather connects with you Mm -hmm. so i i do that like not only from rastafarianism or only from yoga or from other stuff but i mean even when you're listening music you take and enjoy what what it feels right for you not not something else right yeah that makes sense that answers my question (laughs) you mentioned in the rastafarianism that there's a special diet and stuff there um i know we talked about vegetarianism in the beginning of this teacher training journey because we during the teacher training we always encourage people to at least try being vegetarian just to, to sort of um implement a little bit of a yogic lifestyle at least for the weeks that we're in the training um is this something that you did in the end or are you still doing wolf stuff I I didn't jump onto that train, as I would say. Uh, but my thing is that I listen my body. So I'm not being bothered uh, about the meat too much. And I do eat it when my body tells me to eat it. So I'm, I'm, I'm going toward that uh, probably and eventually I will, I will be there. And I'm looking forward to that. But I'm coming from meat culture. So my body is mm-hmm. like like that. And generations before me. And I don't know. I, I'm doing, I'm listening my body the whole time. So if it is about food, I do listen it about food too. Mm-hmm. And w- well, um, just out of curiosity, what's the Rastafarian diet? But yeah, they. I mean, think about them living in Jamaica and the, and the seaside, and the, it's a lot of fish to eat, and no other meat, uh, plants-wise uh, ways of cooking, and also it's kind of. That's why I said it's similar. Even the the dreadlocks and jatars that they have in in the Hindu mythology. So. It's also interconnected, I figured out a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to read a little bit about Rastafarianism now. It made me a bit curious. And I learned about it in school, but it's a long time ago. Okay, so um, is there anything... it's not all reggae, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) So my last question would be like... I know that nowadays it's really it's a really hard one to ask, but if you get to predict the future for yourself and for the world, like maybe five years ahead or something, what would what does it look like? Do you know? Do you think you know? Mm. Mm. Okay, I know what it was. <laughs> uh, I know what it was uh, said to me once a long time ago. Uh, 
even the bad things will go away and, and we will survive. So whatever is happening, just sticking to ourselves again uh, will, will show us the way uh, how to do stuff. Let me see, or this is too philosophical now. But even when this uh, COVID will start, I will say again, we yogis, we didn't panic. We, we accepted things because we are mindful like that and, and being able to be present that's the, the jewel of, of practicing yoga so just being yourself staying here you know doing stuff that you like will will bring you some kind of progress for sure if not uh, physically i mean the the material then spiritually and then soulful way that's an amazing answer. Thank you. I think I needed to hear that today. <laughs> <laughs> um, Is it? Yeah. I mean, it's philosophy that we that we live with or try to to live with. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Wolf. This has been very um, interesting. Thank you for sharing with me and with the community. Um, thank you for being here, and. I'll see you soon. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa, for having me here. And I know that people want to hear more from you and want to practice more with you. And I'm looking forward to that too. And can't wait to see you again. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks again, Wolf, for coming on and sharing your journey with yoga with us here on the pod today. Now, if you guys have any questions for Wolf or for us or anything else that you'd like us to talk about on the pod, perhaps then feel free to reach out to us. Just head to asanaetc.com, which is A-S-A-N-A-E-T-C.com. And remember that you can also go there to do lots and lots of yoga and sign up for an account there and support us um, and do all the yoga that you would like for just 12 euros a month. So head to asanaetc.com and do reach out to us if there's anything that you're wondering. All right, you guys have a wonderful week ahead and see you next week.